jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! I'm not going to bore everybody with all the Korean I've been learning. I've already, I've already bored Anthony enough with it. I am so proud of you, and I am just so thrilled. <laughs> Truly, I am thrilled. I think it's very exciting what you're doing. You are bettering yourself, Stacey. I sure am, in one regard. In one regard. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But it's quite impressive. And and you're working through all the language problems. It's very confusing language. It's very difficult. Um, it's a totally different worldview from what I understand. So Indeed. Yeah. You uh you it, it I just it's you know, we're all growing. Some of yeah. us are growing during this time, this weird time in life, and and you know, I'm just proud to see you do it. Well thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. But Outside of all the exciting things I learned in Korean, I didn't tell you, I figured I would save this for the show, that <gasps> I had a really exciting week. What happened? I got a catalog in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> a catalog? Yeah. Like a seer, like was the Sears catalog with all the hot turtleneck fashions? <laughs> I wish it was the Sears catalog. No, it's this weird, like I ordered some Blu-rays from Kino Lorber. I love them. Uh, I love them. And for some reason, then all of a sudden I get this catalog in the mail. <laughs> the, it said, we've partnered with Kino Lorber to send you our special 100-page holiday catalog. It's a movie <gasps> catalog. Oh! And I legitimately was so excited. Because <laughs> I'm a big catalog stan, you know? I think many, I don't know what our age range of our viewer listeners, what are they? What are they? <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what the age range is for our demographic, the demographics, but catalogs are very specific. Um, and, and I think uh, perhaps a lost art form for absolutely the, the new generations but they won't understand what about all the young gay boys teens out there who don't have a copy of the international mail catalog thank you where else are you supposed to, to get your, your underwear pictures that you cut out and put in your diary <laughs> yeah i just i it just i legitimately was excited for this catalog because who knows when the last time you get a catalog in the mail was but it just, like, the pie chart that makes up who I am as a person. <laughs> it's like, like, the pie chart of me as a 10-year-old was like, here's the wedge for Sports Dyke, right? Because I think 
every lesbian for at least some fraction of her life is a sports dyke. Like, oh. this is the pastime of my people. Absolutely. And that's why it's still perplexing that Sporty Spice wasn't the gay one. I know, right? Still don't believe it. And, you know, also, two paths diverge in a wood. At every point, two lesbian paths diverge. And it's like, I got to college, and I'm like, you could stay on the sports dyke path. And I'm like, so what? Like, we could run around in a big circle 150 times so that we can win tomorrow. Or we could, like, watch a movie and make out. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. Sports dykes get too intense as they get older. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> <laughs> like, sports dyke, weird art kid, horror movie fan, and then, like, the 65-year-old fag from Palm Springs who, like, sits at the table while mom and grandma drink coffee and gossip, and I pour over every page of the Lillian Vernon catalog. Oh. Oh, and a wedge for a Mad Magazine. And that just explains everything, really. Oh, yeah. That that pie chart comes glowing to life. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. revealed within the glow, you know, it assumes a human-like shape and then revealed as the glow dissipates is Stacy. Know thyself, right? Who said that? Socrates or somebody? Craig. Craig said it. Thank you, Craig. (laughs) The one thing he did us good. Yeah. So, anyway, the point is, I was very excited to get the catalog in the mail. That's uh, Upfront Business. Welcome to our Queer (laughs) Feminist Horror Podcast. Hello. We've been gone for a week. I got a catalog. Can you tell? I told you, Anthony, that I went feral while you were gone. (laughs) It's true. I hear you. Did you order anything through the catalog? No, I don't know. Well, I'm thinking about it because it has coupons and I can send in a check. I can fill out a form and send in a check. So there's a part to a P.O. box. So the whole that whole like retro throwback way of doing commerce I find very appealing at the moment. Man, give me give me the form and and it has the individual box for every letter or character. <laughs> yeah. And you like you get so excited that you really have to calm down and like focus on your breathing so you you get the let each letter precisely <laughs> in the correct box, you know? And then it says check or money order and then you get confused because you have to figure out what a money order is. And then you 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 put in your your check or if you're me you just throw cash in there when you're a kid you mail it off and then like eight weeks later you get the thing that you forgot yeah maybe someday you'll get a movie in the mail yeah so i don't know so i might kids don't understand now everything is on an nft (laughs) that's how they do everything If it's not on TikTok or an NFT, they're not interested, these children. Hand over your information to purchase a GIF. (laughs) Yeah. That's not a catalog. I want the catalog experience. Well, order from Kino Lorber and maybe you'll get one. I love that. I got a catalog because it's like, you know, holiday season now somehow because October ended and now it's immediately Christmas. (laughs) And I got a catalog. I got two toy catalogs and I got real excited. Oh. That just showed up. And one of them had, I'm going to buy it, I think, the Power Wheels, like the big 
<laughs> the like you know that frat the sorority girl that got the DUI and so then yeah. she just She's she icon. drove her own campus in her power wheel <laughs> a fucking queen yeah like sing her praises put her in the hall of fame I love her and then and I just want that I want that for my life also it reminds me of the Mama Moo concert when um when Lawson got stuck in the power wheel yeah I just want that so I'm gonna order it I'm gonna get me a power wheel wow yeah, I'm really excited. Can you That's imagine what... little Carla coming out on stage? Oh my god. To like La Freak by Chic <laughs> in my power wheel. <laughs> it's the dream. So God bless a catalog. Yeah. Get yeah. one, everybody. It's <laughs> <laughs> my advice. What else? What else? Oh, here's my other up from prison. See, it's we've been gone a very long time. And now I don't remember. Oh, oh no! I can't. No. What? No, I refuse. You I have just, to. I what? Just, what are you trying to hide? Oh. What's um, that behind your back? Oh, my face is hot. Oh, this is gonna be good. I oh, I just wrote down like because it's just a like a hashtag list. You know what I mean? Like a checklist. Catalog. <laughs> Anal. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why did I write down anal? What? <laughs> it's true. What shopping list from hell is this? <clears throat> oh, I remember. Because this is so Andy Rooney. Look, no you... more weeks off. <laughs> we took one week off. I know. I told happened? you. I don't know what happened to me. Uh, well, I was just thinking how the phrase anal retentive has really gone out of style. <laughs> right? No one says, that's really anal. Like, people say, people have conflated it with OCD, which people who actually have OCD are like, that's not what OCD is like. But people say, like, oh, I'm really OCD. I have to, like, organize my books. Whereas, I feel like we used to say, like, I'm super anal. I have to organize my books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, it's just, that's called amusing. <laughs> What's with? What's with? No one says I know what's happening anymore. Tick, 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 Oh, the dream. Tick, 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 tick. Next up. That's another, honestly, that's another wedge on my pie chart is the ticking of the 60 minute stopwatch. I'm morally safer. Tick, 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 I'm like the only 10-year-old girl fanning, fangirling over morally safer. For real. Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace. Stop! Leslie Stahl! Tick, 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 tick. Listen. Okay, catalog, anal. I watched some movies. Yeah. This is what happens also, Anthony, when I say, do you have any upfront business before I hit record? And you say no. <laughs> you just go through your brain space. <laughs> yes. Tour, tour the brain space for I us really, all. I apologize. I mean, I know I apologize for myself every fucking week on this show. It's been like 190 episodes. But I will say, like, Anthony, when Anthony got back from the trip, the performances, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I was like, I went feral while you were gone. Like, I don't know what happened. But I, anyway. You went full tan to win. Absolutely. And so, okay, tell me about 
This. Well, I finally watched Possessor. 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 Was that the, the Cronenberg? The Brandon Cronenberg, yeah. Yeah. It had what? been on my list forever, and I finally watched it. It was fucking wicked. I loved it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. Check it out. I think you'll really like it. Give me some Give me some keywords. Like well, catalog or anal. Yeah. <laughs> My word cloud is very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Morally safer. Morally safer. Anal. <laughs> Mama Moo. Uh, Columbo. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, first of all, you can't go wrong with Andrea Riseborough. Yeah, no. Well, yes, you can. Oh? How? Well, how did... Mm. The Grudge have Andrea Riseborough, Jackie Weaver, John Cho, and it was The Grudge, and it was so bad. I still haven't seen it, because it's just, I just don't, I just, I just guess I can't bring myself to do it. It was I've, really bad. She I've was terrific. Only, I've only heard how terrible, and Lynn Shades in it too, I've only heard how terrible it is. Yeah, it was real bad. So I say, I guess a movie can go wrong with Andrea Riseborough, but she never goes wrong, because she's yeah. fantastic. I mean... That cast, that they had clearly nothing to do. They were just in the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jackie Weaver, also perfect. Like, all the, you know, that's a great cast. Uh, Possessor, super interesting idea. Like, just a movie. I found it very exciting watching this movie. You really? Know what I mean? Yeah. Not in a, like, adventure blood-pumping way, but just in a, like, oh, this is, this feels original. You know. That's nice. So you were you were like just feeling the vibes, feeling the vibes. Uh, surprise, Jennifer Jason Lee. I didn't know she was <gasps> in it. What? Mm-hmm. I I clearly know nothing about this movie. I just knew it was Brandon Cronenberg's movie, and then I wasn't too interested. Yeah, super violent, real gross. Like I looked away a few times. I highly recommend it, and I highly recommend knowing nothing about it and just watching it. I love this. Thank you for this recommendation. Yeah, truly. It was like one of my favorite things I've seen in the last couple of years, I would say. I really? really? I really loved it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hot shit. I'm going to watch it. At any point, does Jennifer Jason Lee scream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how do they work that in? Yeah. Oh, it's in there. <laughs> yeah. What else did you watch? Um, I watched Yellow Brick Road. Which, I know you know the cover. Everybody knows the cover of Yellow Brick Road from seeing it, from from passing it by on a streaming service. Yellow Brick Road. It was terrible. I watched it because it was purportedly based on a true story out of New England, and you know how I feel about things like that. Uh, Terrible film. But the point is, watching the end credits, this is from like 2010, 2011 or something, Uh end credits... Costume designer Robert Eggers. What? Yeah, and I looked it up, and it's it was him. And you're telling me he's not gay? <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that because he dabbles in clothing. Right. Oh, I am saying that actually. <laughs> yeah. I am saying that. I'm just convinced. How is the man that made the witch in the lighthouse not gay? Uh, you'll have to ask God. And then I have my my paintings, my erotic paintings that I make of him and Ari Aster. (laughs) 
celebrating holidays together. You glue their faces over pages from the International Mail catalog. <laughs> yes, in my diary. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do. <laughs> wow. That's so, but the movie was a bust. I did oh, I was... looked it up and I have seen that. Um Yeah, poster. it was it was bad and not a true story. Oh. Oh, that's going to that comes up later today. Right. Interesting. See that tie, see, it does tie in. All my nonsense ties in, right? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure how anal does, but... Oh, we'll find out. But you'd be proud of me, Stacey. I said you were... Well, all that week away, you were wondering, say, no one says anal attentive. <laughs> cut, to, <laughs> cut to Stanford and the tech crew being like, wow, we never get this detailed of um, technical scripts and notes on what to do. Thank you. And I said, I'm just very anal retentive like that. <gasps> See? Mm-hmm. It's I saw you're you. old. Because you're old. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You saw, we had, our psychic connection was still working. Yep. I specifically said it like three times, and I was waiting for someone to make a reference to like the anal retentive chef or something, but it never happened. So I made a mental note. Did you say it three times in the mirror? I said it three <laughs> times in the mirror, yes. <laughs> Because then I would have appeared behind you. And then there, I said, what's that clock I'm hearing? Is that Morley Safer? <laughs> Anthony, it's me. How dare you? Yeah. So obviously, uh, it was an, inc- an incredible week. I, I got food poisoning in a curves gym. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a nickel. So we we both had wild weeks. That's exciting. Oh, anyway, so we're talking about a movie today. Surprise, surprise. No one expected it. Um, I'm not sure why we're talking about this, except that we just wanted to watch it. We have we have had several requests for it. Um, and we did get some recent ask on Twitter, I think. And you know, it's a perfect movie. I think. Absolutely. I fucking love this movie. I don't know if it's accessible anywhere. I thought it was when we said we should do it. Like, I thought it was on Shudder. And then I have looked and it is, like, nowhere to be found. Although I think you can watch it on YouTube and, like, the Internet Archive. But I also feel like a lot of people have seen this film because it's fucking great. Today we are talking about the 1992 Halloween classic Ghost Watch. It's so good. Watching it last night, and, like, it wasn't the first time I've seen it. But knowing that it's a ruse, etc., it's just so fucking well done. Yeah. And it's just one of those movies, like, I think about The Exorcist, right? And I'm like, man, what a movie that would have been to see first run in the theater. Or Halloween, 1978. Like, these are, like, you, you know landmark experiences that you could have as a horror fan to be there in that time yeah Yeah. like i feel like the like the the ones i've had probably are like scream and the blair witch project i yeah i think blair witch is the closest all i've ever had to that kind of experience yeah and especially especially like i mean scream you get you had like the you basically were in the audience for like stab and scream 2 essentially when you saw it (laughs) yeah yeah but but like with Blair Witch, it's like it's it's similar to Ghost Watch, where it's like this alternate reality 
people think it's real. We're watching this secret footage we shouldn't be seeing. It's really exciting. I wish that I had been able to experience this as it happened because this broke people's brains, like quite literally and to some tragic ends, actually. Yeah, yeah, sad shit happened. But my God, it's so... Because it's like, the it's... <sighs> <laughs> well, you think about, like, what's the, the one everybody goes to immediately is like War of the Worlds. Orson Welles pretending to be a reporter talking about the alien invasion, right? And it's yeah. like, yeah, but it was Orson Welles. Ghost Watch, you know, is another episode of like a BBC program with the actual BBC presenters, etc. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, oh my God. Like, imagine if it was morally safer, you know, like, <laughs> right? Like, <clears throat> can you imagine Dare to Dream that, like, you're watching Diane Sawyer on something? Yeah. Yeah, this is hosted by fucking Michael Parkinson. And then, and like, a tele- TV presenter legend on BBC. Mm-hmm. And then you have you have Sarah Green and her real-life husband, and, and all of them are actual broadcasters. They have, you know, a, a call-in number where people can call in. And that was the actual number for their program where people could call in every yeah. week or whatever. Yeah. I, I love, um, as I was watching this, I kept thinking of uh, a Halloween tradition of mine is I, I usually watch the WNUF Halloween special every Halloween. Mm-hmm. I watched and, that on Halloween this year. Oh, I love it. I'm such a fan. And and I watched it and I carved my pumpkin. I made a jack-o'-lantern of Kyle Richards' bangs. <laughs> so it's a bangs a lantern and I, I did that and I was watching it and and I, it, they're very they're similar you know in certain ways but this would be like like if WNUF was live on NBC and hosted by like Dan Rather or something like it's huge and it's treated completely seriously they do uh, one like uh, you know for people who haven't seen it which is probably honestly I think there's a sizable portion of the audience who hasn't seen this yeah yeah. But it's, it's oh, it was hard to find for a long time and banned too. Yeah. It's a, a haunting at this suburban London home. Um, two young girls and their mother, divorced mother, um, have experienced poltergeist shit in their house. And uh, your poltergeist expert has been investigating for eight months, et cetera, et cetera. And now on Halloween night, the BBC is there to do a live broadcast from the house and see if they can find any poltergeist activity mm-hmm. and by the end of the program the sort of i love that it like almost becomes a pandemic like a yes! poltergeist pandemic it leaks out they have people calling in to the program um and they're talking about how they're being affected by what's going on and it's in their homes now and it kind of spreads out throughout britain um, and it ends with like explosions, like lights exploding in the studio, and it's leaked into the BBC studios. Yeah, it's the closest thing to like, like, like uh, until Pulse, like the ghost apocalypse. Yeah. When when uh, formative feminist parapsychologist queen, Doctor <laughs> Lynn Pasco. <laughs> Is like she has that moment because she's, you know, it's Michael Parkinson in the studio with her and she's offering her commentary and her expertise on this haunting that she's been investigating with these girls. And then she puts all of it, she puts it all together. She does all the numbers in her head and she's like, we've created a national seance. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And it ends with Michael Parkinson basically being possessed, and then it cuts <laughs> off. And it's like, yes, there's a small intro, like a, a placard that's like, this is a such and such production. And then mm-hmm. there is like a cast list at the end. So that tells you that it's fake. And apparently people calling in were told it was fake. But otherwise, it is presented completely straight. They do a great job throughout it of kind of debunking, like, they debunk it throughout Mm -hmm. this. Like, you know, Parkinson is very skeptical of what's going on. They have the skeptical scientist or whatever chiming in from time to time and all of that. So it really comes off as being completely genuine. Yeah. Yeah, the... The, what I think is so brilliant about this one is that, that feigned sense of interactivity with the call-ins and like, okay, well, everybody call in and share your ghost ghost story with us. Tell us your ghost story. Or people calling in and they're like, oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps. Um, People calling in and being like, oh, that footage that played at the beginning, I saw the ghost. And then they have to like, oh, well, let's notify us. Let us know when you're talk, what part you're talking about. And we'll have our team go and pull that footage and we'll replay it. And then like 20 minutes later, you're going to see it. And then you're going to see the ghost. There's a shot where the camera pans through the girl's bedroom and pipes. The, the, the girls have nicknamed <sighs> this presence pipes because they hear banging in the walls. And at first their mother is like, oh, it's just the pipes. And so that's become the name of this spirit, basically. I love it. But the camera pans by, and he's standing there, and no one acknowledges it. They never mm-hmm. go back to it. It's just like, did you catch it or did you not? And it's mm-hmm. fucking terrifying. There's so many moments like that. There's uh, Sarah Green is goes down to the kitchen to check for for sounds, and there's a cat in the there's a cat on the other side of the sliding glass door meowing, and like briefly you see Sarah Green in the mirror reflection. You see the cameraman, and then you see somebody just standing right between them. And there's just so many of those fucking moments. Oh, my God. Okay, so last night when I watched this, <laughs> like, we were hanging out and talking uh, before the movie. And at one point, like, I heard something in the house. And I, like, stopped and opened my door and, like, got genuinely freaked out because Jason was gone. There was no, like, Andrew wasn't here. There's nobody here. And I was hearing something, like, moving in the house. And it was really freaky. So then I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to deal with this by watching fucking Ghost Watch. <laughs> yeah. Literally no. the first scene of just, it's just, it, it's a cold open of, you know, the footage of those two girls in their bedroom. The banging start, it's like Blackwell Ghost, the fucking banging starts happening. They, one of them, you see her leg getting pulled. Things start flying off the, off the walls. I'm immediately in full panic. Yeah. Uh, and then literally by the time the movie was over, I turned on the music as loud as I could. I was cleaning the house and I had every light on in the house because I was fucking terrified. It's scary. It's really scary. It's so, it's amazing that they took this format and like, it's loosely based on the Enfield poltergeist. Yep. The story in England with the two sisters and it's was it debunked and where the girls making the noises, et cetera, et cetera. It's loosely based on that. But while this is all unfolding before our very eyes, they also have this like 
elaborate backstory for the history of the house. Oh my god, it's so good. And what's happened, and why the noises seem to be concentrated in the <laughs> glory hole. Yeah, I love the glory hole! <laughs> it's in the glory hole! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like, the little closet under the stairs seems to be like the dark heart of the house, if you're Dr. Mark Way. Yep. Uh... You know, and, like, that's where the child molester, like, got locked in and died, and his cats ate him. Mm -hmm. And before that, there was the woman who used to murder children on the property. It's like... Mother Siddons, the baby farmer. Yeah, it's just, it's incredible. It's It's, so good. Well, it's very, it's very Blackwell Ghost with this, like, woman that was killing all these children, who I guess was based on a real... A serial killer in England, Amelia Dyer, like a Victorian era era child killer, and then yeah, with the, with Raymond, I think it's Raymond Tunstall who's supposed to be Pipes or whatever, the guy that lived there. His there's very much like kind of a Rustin Parr Blair Witch kind of thing with him, and it's I love that that building on like building on changing the myth that we the myths we know just enough, but building on them. So using that like Amelia Dyer and coming up with Mother Seddens or the 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 infield haunting, using the infield haunting, but then shifting that and kind of combining it with this live broadcast in the same way WNUF does, where it's like, you know, those sort of that's I feel like all of that was kind of based on when Ed and Lorraine Warren did the Amityville broadcast seance. But just shifting it just enough from those shitty grifters and what they did and playing on our familiarity with that. And then and remixing it into like a new a new little piece of horror, so upsetting. Yeah, and it, like the the ways that this really was. I mean, I hate to use the word we always use, but so formative for found footage, <laughs> right? With the like station, like the first shot, like you said, the cold open of this is like the stationary camera up in the corner with a timestamp in a bedroom. Yeah, hello. <laughs> like hello paranormal activity and it's like it's so cliche at this point that every found footage has to have that this was happening on the bbc <laughs> like before all of that shit you know yeah i was surprised to see just i mean having come off of all the blackwell ghosts that we watched recently mm-hmm. i was surprised to see how much of that dna was in ghost watch they use the infrared camera like nowadays it's the night vision yeah but here they use infrared instead you know yeah I love I love with the infrared sequence too that um you th- the the whole promise of infrared is you're going to see things that you wouldn't normally see. But in this case it's kind of more like it's just like sons of lambs like they use it so they can see in the dark. But there's still the threat that you might see something. Even though most of the like there's there's you know a lot of active poltergeist activity in the film, but like those glimpses of the entity itself are Few and far between, but usually just in those, as, as the camera passes and you just see it. And it just, oh, it's so upsetting. <laughs> I just, I love the way that it just builds to the total, like, chaos at the end. Oh my god. That has spread out and it's like, shit's happening in the house, stuff's happening in the studio, supposedly stuff is happening all over the country, you know. And it did, like we said, lead to some real life. Uh, apparently they were inundated with like hundreds of thousands of phone calls mm-hmm. uh, they only showed it once on halloween night in 1992 it's the only time it's been broadcast um and like some children got supposedly ptsd or got, like got trauma from it and one young man uh killed himself 
Yeah, like five days after. Like five days after because he heard, you know, banging in the walls. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, and he blamed it on the pipes. Mm-hmm. So it really did a number on people because it's so real. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, that's fucked up. Um, like you said, they did. When people would call that hotline, there was a message that would say, oh, this is not real what you're watching. I did read that I guess it got so inundated that a lot of people just would get like a dial tone. Yeah, like a busy Be- signal. Yeah, because there were so many calls. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, like they, they said, well, we aired it during a drama slot. Um, yeah. There are, there are credits. <laughs> like it's clearly not real. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just did such a good job. And it, it, there is a, that tricky problem around it, I guess, of like the ramifications of it. But it, it's interesting. I don't know that this this culturally, this constantly happened. This happens with War of the Worlds. It happened with Blair Witch. It happened with, I mean, the Exorcist people were freaking out and puking in the theater. And then what? what's his name? That piece of shit was saying the devil lived inside the celluloid and all that. Um, and it's just really interesting to see how it acted. I, re- I remember watching, um, oh, what's that really great found footage alien movie from the 80s? With the grandma. The McPherson tape. Yeah, McPherson tape. I love that. But um, when I was younger, there was a Fox remake where the filmmaker came back and remade the McPherson tape. The same filmmaker. And I think they changed the name to like Incident Abduction, Alien Abduction, Incident at Lake County or something like that. And they aired it on Fox News. And this was like present, or not Fox News. They aired it on Fox. <laughs> Little me my, in my young Republican club watching it. <laughs> they aired it on Fox and, and it was like, you know, around spooky season and I was a kid. And um, it was presented as this is the, you know, this is the camcorder footage from this family who got abducted. And I think it was a, very upsetting to me as a child. I watched it. But I mean, that lingered with me. So I... The trauma is real, but... Um... Yeah, well, I mean, if you, you know, tuned into this ten minutes late... Yeah. You're going to miss the opening credits, and you have would have no reason not to believe that this is an actual broadcast. Like, these are reporters that <laughs> you see every week or whatever. Yeah. It's, un- it's completely understandable. I was reading Sarah Green got a lot of shit for it after... Uh, and people were making up rumors that she was like advertising it on this children's show that she would regularly host, <laughs> and like <laughs> everyone was just mad over it. I mean, then it got banned. Yeah. Um, and when it had those effects, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But also, I don't know. It's so tricky to talk about in that way because I'm like, but it does it. I just feel like it's all a testament to how good this is. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's yeah. fucked up. But yeah. Even even when it gets ridiculous and. You know, Michael Parkinson's hair is barely clinging on, and like in the wind, <laughs> yeah. like um, like Sarah and the craft, like it's just barely clinging on, <laughs> and it's it's so it should be so silly, but it just becomes charming in a way, and it just adds that sense of just pure chaos. Michael Parkinson at the end wandering around the set, and he's talking about he doesn't know what camera to look at because there's no cameraman left in the in the studio. So good. I just feel like I don't know. Nobody has fun anymore. No, get, get, get pick up a catalog and put on Ghostwatch. <laughs> exactly. Come on, make some tea. Get your catalog. 
and put on Ghost Watch. It's British. The tea would be very fitting. You could have a, right. a crumpet. There you go. Clotted cream. Ew. Spotted yes. dick. Exactly. Thank you. Say anal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, everybody. Let's live a little. <laughs> Wow. I don't know. I love found footage. Okay. I know we've talked about this. We had our found footage extravaganza. We've had individual episodes on certain found footage movies. We did the Blackwell Ghost series, etc., etc. We, I will say we, I will speak for the both of us, Anthony. Okay. We, well, I, just we love found footage. Fuck yeah, we do. It's an... Often it is a denigrated subgenre. If it doesn't, if found footage doesn't work for you, then of course you're gonna hate it because it's all cheap, and it's got the same shit over and over again, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But man, I'm so into it. This, we have said this time and again on this show. There are a billion horrible found footage films, but like ten percent of those are like the best movies ever made. You want to talk about giving me the fucking willies? Ghostwatch. Neroy. Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project is the only movie I can't watch alone. I love found footage so much. Lake Mungo? Heartbreaking and terrifying? I watched, um, we watched Live Scream. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) It was... It's about a, it's a, I, I found out about it on the foundfootagecritic.com and it had a user rating of 10 and a critic rating of 10. And I was like, I, who only talk shit about ratings and will never follow them, agree with this and I will go watch this now. And so we put on live scream and it's, a, <laughs> it's about a guy and he does like the, you know, where you watch someone, a live stream. That's what it's called. He, he does that. Yeah. Get it? It's the movie. So he does that and he is playing a cursed video game. And then like the people that are watching it with him start to die. I know. And I was like, I was so, I was like, wanted to be into it. For some reason it didn't work for me. Um, But I wanted to love it. And that's the thing. Even the ones that are bad though, I somehow get sucked in. Just because (laughs) I fall for the styling. I fall for the aesthetic. I... It, it honestly, it has to be really bad for me not to enjoy a found footage movie. Yeah. Aw, that's nice. Though. Well, it's immersive. I think that's what's what works about them. That's what works so well about Ghost Watch is that it's immersive and it's it's if it's not truly interactive, it pretends to be interactive. And so I feel like I could pick up the phone and call them. And share I mean, my ghost story. They, I think they still took people's ghost stories. They just were told first that it wasn't real. But if they wanted to share, they still could. Yeah, you're not going to end up on the air, probably. But my God, it was just so that the sense of people calling in, sharing their stories, talking about what they're seeing on the TV. Oh no, now I'm hearing something in my house. It's so cool. And honestly, now I'm thinking I'm going to have to take a moment. Because now I'm thinking about Diane Sawyer. And what if she hosted a ghost show like that? Dude, stop with the... We don't need Exorcist 1, 2, 3 reboot. We don't don't need Halloween 
Bangs part. Well, we need Halloween Bangs part two. We don't need Halloween ends. Right. Just stop remaking everything. Stop. I don't need Scream Five. I don't need Five Cream. Just take Ghost Watch. Put it on sixty minutes next Halloween. Oh. Give me Diane Sawyer, Morley Safer. Um, Cokie Roberts. Yes! My Leslie Stahl. Leslie Stahl. Oh, dare to dream. Resurrect Andy Rooney or I'll play Andy Rooney. <laughs> I just need I just need eyebrow wigs. You just need yeah, those <laughs> that's what they're called. You just need eyebrow wigs. Spirit gummed to thy face. Literally, like, like Diane Sawyer is investigating, like you know the the this terrifying house, and then it'll cut to, you know, no one says anal these days anymore. When you open up the mail, I got a catalog. (laughs) Would be one million angry phone calls. (laughs) What is this? You traumatized my children. Children today aren't used to being scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Ghostwatch is fucking wicked. It is. I hope people can watch it if they yeah. haven't seen it. Because I know we try to talk about things that people that are either so huge that you know everybody's seen it, or stuff that's accessible. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw this relatively late because it wasn't available, and I ended up buying like a UK DVD. Oh, with your all-region player? Yeah, so I didn't see it until, like, maybe ten years ago. Yeah, I think that's around the time. Yeah, Jason and I rented it, like, from Movie Madness, and it's just, like, a DVD-R that they have. Mm. And we, we, I must have been five or ten years ago that we first checked it out. And I said, what is this, Glory? <laughs> <laughs> glory hole. I think this... <laughs> Every time they say glory hole. I know. I think to myself, don't they know? (laughs) You know. (laughs) (laughs) Pipes lives in the glory hole. Well, that's absolutely true. (laughs) I do kind of love, well. Yeah. like a glory hole is called a glory hole you know what i mean like stick your dick in there it's amazing oh it's a hole of glory yeah you know it's like the hand of glory yeah yeah it it emanates light Mm -hmm. sure (laughs) one week is apparently the limit like if we go longer than that then i'll start to like I don't know, rebalance or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But one, one week off only is bad. Cause yeah, well, yeah, because after a week, you adapt. Right. It's like us in the pandemic. We're adapting. Exactly. Life is finding a way. But just mm-hmm. one, just that one week, then all bets are off. She's out the window. Mm-hmm. Love Ghostwatch. Um, Stacy. Yes. Now that you are clearly in prime territory to put that thinking cap on. Yes. Are you ready to place your head on the chopping block? Well, yes. (laughs) Yes, I've got my eyebrow wigs on. (laughs) I'm ready. What are these cheat relics you're wearing? (laughs) (laughs) I have all the answers hidden within. Mm -hmm. My eyebrow wigs. (laughs) Thank you.
The chopping block. I'll explain it. Oh, really? Sure. I'd love to hear I'll it. I'll give you a week off. Oh, thank you. Uh, so the chopping block is our question and answer game. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody, well, us. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Each of us. Here we go. Each of us is presented with three categories that consist of five questions each. You choose a category. You place your head on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Our non-binary executioner, the heads they, waits. Labrys held high. Because you only have ten seconds to answer each question. Mm-hmm. And if you answer incorrectly or time runs out... That Labrys will come down and chop your head off. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Are you Andy Rooney Stan? Are you a sports dyke? Are you... It doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you think the answer was The Shining? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your head will get cut off. However, you have one opportunity to cry out, I want the wig. In which case, Andy Rooney's eyebrow wigs... <laughs> Now he wore them, apparently. He did. Two eyebrow wigs will float down from the heavens and affix themselves to your face. Wow. And the heads, they will get confused, and this will grant you ten more seconds to answer that question. You win. We are so happy for you. If you die, we will mourn you forever. Sad tears. Yeah. So there you go. I love imagine like in the Andy Bruni Living History Museum. <laughs> like you see, there's the sixty minutes clock. There's the desk, and then behind it, like vitrine, in a vitrine, you, there's the eyebrow wigs. Maybe we could do a live show from the theater at the Andy Rooney Living Museum. Yes. Anyway. That's a dream for another time. It truly is a dream, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yes. Thanks. So I don't know who goes first. And I don't care. Um. Well, I'll throw some questions at you. How about okay. that? Sure. Okay. I'm ready. All right, great. I've got three categories to present to you. One of them is new and two are returning. Okay. Your returning category, um, your re- your new category is called, <laughs> this is so stupid. Your new category is Name That Troon. Um, this is, it makes sense. It's horror movies based on true events. See, get it? Oh, see. It's like true, but to yeah. Name That Troon. Uh, so I will touch on, I will briefly describe or touch on the true story. And you tell me what movie it corresponds with. Okay. Ah. What movie was based upon these events? That's name that troon. Uh your two your returning categories, you have whatever you do, don't stop filming. It's all about found footage, because I'm a fan of that genre. Sure. 
And then your third and final category, your returning category, is a ghost of a chance in which you have 50 seconds <sighs> to name five movies. Just five, that's all. With the word ghost somewhere in the title. Uh, and that's not counting sequels. <clears throat> but you can do remakes. Okay. Remakes. So you're, remakes. Sure. Your categories are... I love when we... <laughs> The brain immediately starts grasping. <laughs> brain is like, what? <laughs> Your categories are name that troon, whatever you do, don't stop filming, or a ghost of a chance. I refuse to say the name of the first one. Thank you. It's for the best. <laughs> I'm going to do the big one, baby. Stick that category through the glory hole and let me... Go to town on it. <laughs> the... Is that the ghost category? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> okay, okay, so a ghost of a chance. 50 seconds, five movies with the word ghost somewhere in the title. You can do remakes, you can't do sequels. Um, um, I can't do remakes? You can. Oh, okay. You are permitted, but not sequels. But you are permitted to do remakes. Sequels? Okay. Um, and, oh, there was something else I was thinking. You have access to a wig. Uh, eyebrow wigs. You have <laughs> access to three wigs in that case. The two <laughs> eyebrow wigs. <laughs> yeah. Because technically it's I want the wigs then. Um, or, I, or I want the eyebrows. You have those, and then you also still have the wig of the dead. Okay. So should you need it, you could gain, you could do this in 70 seconds, technically. But uh, unless you expressly call out for, I want the wig of the dead, then I'll just let you have the eyebrow wigs. But anyway. Okay. Okay. Okay, so 50 seconds plus wigs, five, you, you understand. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. A ghost of a chance starting now. Okay, eyebrow wigs, please. Yep. Um, okay, the ghost Korean horror. Yes. Movie. Uh, ghost Korean horror movie. Yes, ding ding ding. Um, uh, ghost ship. D- ding ding ding. Uh, thirteen ghosts. Uh huh. Ding ding ding. Thirteen ghosts. Uh huh. Ding ding ding. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well What's a sequel that has ghosts in it? Blackwell Ghost, one, two, three, four. Oh five. yeah, Blackwell Ghost. <laughs> I should have said Ghost of Maynack. I would actually that would be a right answer this time. Good job. Thank you. I just watched <laughs> the Ghost, the Korean. It's a little anthology movie. But it's not the Korean Japanese co production of the remake of Ghost where it's gender flipped. No. Okay, I'm fucking dying to see it. I need to see it. <laughs> was the ghost good? It's an anthology? Yeah, Wait. I liked it. I like a little anthology. I love an anthology. It's a good one. Um, I have some notes. So you did that in 21 seconds. <laughs> I feel like that's a a record that for could one be of these a categories. Record. Very well done. Also, I'm very impressed because this is one of the ones that had the least options for answers. Really? Yeah. Also, it's ghost, ghost, ghost. I keep wanting to say ghost board. <laughs> I know it's witch board, but isn't there? 
ghost house or something. Isn't there something? There's go well. There's ghost ha- ghost house. All one word. That's the Italian one with Linda Blair. Hmm. Um. You could have also said paranormal activity, the ghost dimension. But let's oh, be real. Yeah. Nobody's gonna say. You could have said uh, ghost of Mars. Go go oh, go. Yeah. You, you also could have said ghost watch or Blackwell ghost, which we referenced several times. I referenced several times. I would think ghost watch would be off the table. It's usually... I did not say it was. That's true. I did not say it was, but well done. Thanks. Yeah, there's Yay! not a lot of watches, so I'm very imp- look at you. You have come back from this feral fugue state. <laughs> yeah, man. Fully formed, covered in eyebrow wigs, and talking about anal. It's the pe- <laughs> as it always. <laughs> it's come full circle. Yeah, it's the power of those eyebrow wigs. That's what got me through. It really is, honestly. Thank you, Andy Rooney. Thank you, well, Diane Sawyer. The, the, he, did, he did so much deep thinking, you know? Yeah, really. And, like, critical analysis and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like... And, and he did that while a clock was always ticking, too. That's true. So, the, 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 you had a spiritual link to Andy Rooney today. Blessed be. This is our national seance. People listening to this... <laughs> Andy Rooney will start showing up in their mirrors. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, you can place your head oh, God. on the sparkling clean, bloodless chopping block. Well done. Thank you. And we'll see how you do. Oh, God. With oh, one God. of three categories, two of which are oldies, one of which is new. Okay. Okay. So your returning categories, your they're retro. Uh, first of all, name where that tune came from. Oh, funny! In which I give you the title of a track from a movie soundtrack. You tell me the name of the movie. Right, right, right. right. There, there are. I mean, the songs are recognizable. I would say the tunes. But you mean the names of the songs are recognizable? Like the, I think the names of these songs will clue you into what movie they come from. Okay, but you're not gonna sing it for me. Well, no, they're all instrumental. It's the soundtrack. You can still sing. It's the it? score. Sorry, it's the score. Okay. Yeah, I'm not like do 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 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, returning category number two is "Schools Out Forever," in which I describe a movie. That takes place uh, in or around a school. You tell me the name of the movie. Oh, oh. And your brand new category is I got a catalog this week. (laughs) (laughs) In which I will read you the description of a movie from this catalog that I got. And you tell me the name of the movie. Oh, that's the ticket. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Usually, I let you we you know re, re, restate the categories, but that's the ticket right there. Okay, I, you'll get these for sure. Well, I'm I? just yeah you yeah you'll get these oh. because I, I you've seen all of them. I I did that. Like there are movies listed that I don't think you've seen, and so to me that doesn't necessarily feel fair to <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I feel ready for this. You've got a wig. I've got a wig. I've got eyebrow wigs. You've got eyebrow wigs. Let that power flow through you. Okay, all right. Okay, here we go. Okay. 
So, I got a catalog this week. Movie number one. A mother comes to the shocking realization that her eight-year-old daughter is responsible for several brutal acts of murder. The Bad Seed. Yes, ding, ding, ding. I love the Bad... I love Rhoda Penmark. Here we go. Movie number two. A 12-year-old girl is possessed by the devil, and a disillusioned young priest is hired to rid her of the demon. The Exorcist. Yes, ding, ding, ding. That felt so easy that I didn't trust myself. No. I gotta trust myself. Okay. Number three. A 90-year-old haunted house is the setting for a chosen group of people to be introduced to the horrors of the supernatural. Uh, the haunting, please. Yes, haunting, bang, Oh, okay, okay. Here we go, number four. See, I told you. Oh, God. Number four. Oh, God. A pregnant young woman living in New York City finds that her paranoia about her new neighbors is more than justified. Well, that... Wait. Well, I'm going to say Rosemary's Baby. Yes, ding, ding, ding. That's New York? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, my heart's, like, skipping a beat. I thought that was Chicago because Vidal Sassoon. Wasn't he in Chicago? Wasn't that Chicago? They were in New York? It's very famously New York. Is it? <laughs> it is, honestly. Listen, I, I still found a way to make myself dumb, but while well, still get the answer, getting the answer correct. <laughs> That's true. You got it, though. Now I you're the last. I thought it was Chicago. No. It's New York City. It's New York City. This is the toughest of the five. But I think you'll get it. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, God. After a small town girl is brutally attacked, her mentally challenged friend is wrongfully accused and sought out by a vigilante posse. He is found hiding inside a scarecrow and is shot to death. But later, when they learn he actually saved her from a vicious dog... Each member of the posse dies at the hands of a mysterious scarecrow. The fuck? Oh, wait. Oh, is that... Wait. No, that's not... Wait, is that... Is that Dark Knight on the Scarecrow? Yes, it is! Oh, oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> Time almost ran out on you! Oh, my God! I'm getting so crying. <laughs> <laughs> You got it! We both won this week! Sissy, we're winners! We're winners! Despite everything. Despite every hurdle. See adaptation. We did it! I did not have... I learned... I learned about myself on this chopping block. I need to have faith in myself. See? Trust. Just stick it through the glory hole. Okay? (laughs) Just insert boob here. Just insert boob here. And trust that... It'll all be wonderful. <laughs> It'll be glorious. <laughs> the light will be radiating. The angels will be singing. Exactly. Oh, wow. Wow. We, you, time almost ran out. Oh, my God. I would have I been, been sad if I chopped your head off. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I can't believe it. Have you seen that, right? Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A long ass time ago. Okay. 
I've been wanting to, I've been really wanting to rewatch it because it was a long time. That was like when I first moved to Portland. It's great. Yeah, made, it is. Made for TV, baby. We should do that sometime. Yeah, it's a good one. Bubba didn't do it. <laughs> I've been, I've been thinking about those. I've been thinking about those ones like that and like, um, uh, what was the, um, Legend of Body, Boggy Creek? Mm-hmm. Like Town That Dreaded Sundown. I've been thinking about like all those kinds of movies. Love lately. Town That Dreaded Sundown. Man. So fucking scary. That scene with, um, uh, Dawn Mary- Wells of Television's yeah. Gilligan's Island. Marianne. Yeah. Oh my God. Talk about, talk about a nail biter. And it was all true and they never found who did it. It's like actually, like actively fucked up. Yeah. Kind of, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Well, congratulations. See, the catalog brought me joy and it led you to victory on the yes. chopping block. Is there anything this catalog can't do? <laughs> Is it the greatest hero of our time? Thank, thank you, Critics' Choice Video. Thank you. What Critics' Choice Video? That's what it's called. I love that. Yeah. God bless a catalog. Yeah. So there you go. We did it. We should celebrate. We should. Uh, I don't know how. But the... You know? Oh, I want to make a catalog. No, I don't. Anyway. <laughs> like, of what? Wigs. Well, ooh. No, that was erotic. (laughs) Say that again. A catalog of wigs. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, you will find us not in a catalog, unfortunately. Not yet. Not yet. We're a podcast catalog. No. Podcast (laughs) catalog. I have to let it go. Oh my god. It's the kind of thing I would do for fun. Yeah, remember when like all of your kind were like making zines, <laughs> and now you you have reached that evolutionary uh, yeah. summit point of making catalogs now instead. Riot grandma <laughs> <laughs> making catalogs. Riot grandma. <laughs> Yeah, and she she photocopies and makes her own catalogs. Oh my god, this is my social justice catalog. Yeah, (laughs) 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 mail away for equal rights. Send check or money order to P.O. Box. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make a cat. No! No! I have enough to do! (laughs) I don't need need to make a catalog. All right. Who's still listening to this? (laughs) Nobody. Nobody. Holy shit. You're right. Well...
haunted tome made out of skin. It's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha, ha, ha.